Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey, y'all, for the second time. What? Hey. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not really the second time. I guess, never mind. Oh, yeah, technical difficulties are annoying. I don't understand why. Like, this is episode 45, okay? I don't. <laughs> I'm confused. That is like, crazy. What the heck have we been talking about for 45 episodes? And, and why do people keep listening? <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> I feel like I can only name the topics for like about 15. Remember when we went through all of them and we're like, can we? Name? And couldn't name. I mean that that's a little harder to name them in chronological order than it is to just list that off topics. True. But but also, you know what was freaking embarrassing about that? The fact that when we got to the episodes that were like two, three weeks before the one that we were about to record, we couldn't name them. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember. I remember all the interviews we did, <laughs> Caitlin, and um, and Jasmine. That was funny because why does Jasmine talk to us? Um, but that's probably it. And like, yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, moment of truth. I tried the chicken oh, sandwich. Oh, yeah, you tried this freaking chicken sandwich. Yes, I did. So when I initially tried, I, of course, I got the spicy one because I'm about to say I was going to ask you which one you got because I heard there were two different experiences from the omnivores. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, because Kev on stage, I could, you know, the Christian like uh, comedian Kev mm-hmm. on stage. He did a video with he has. I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know his YouTube channel was that lit. Like he's freaking lit. And he did a YouTube channel, and the dude tried the. They had the Chick Fil A sandwich and the and the Popeye Popeye sandwich, and they were back to back and kev had the the normal one so the dude that he was doing the video with was like oh man this is beating chick-fil-a he's like no nah, man it's not doing it for me like and the dude was like but the sauce and he was like what sauce mine ain't got no sauce and like you gotta try the spicy one you gotta try the spicy yeah. one and then so so he went and got the spicy one because you know they bought like 73 of the chicken sandwich y'all the reason why there's no more left right and he was like oh dang man like this did it like Popeyes might have hit something like I guess the spicy one is a whole. I mean, I would never know. Um, you never say never. The thought of me eating chicken, I'm not even trying to be dramatic. Like it's so far removed from me, it would literally. I can't even like form my mouth to do it. Like it's not like freaking accidentally drinking cow's milk. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like I, I'm so far removed from what that sensation is. It's, I'm about to be three years, so it's like I'm super good. But I saw this girl make a vegan one. I might could try when I'm done <laughs> getting my life back on track. It's not anyway. the same, but um, <laughs> it literally won't. <laughs> you said what? I said it literally won't. <laughs> Wait, what did you say before that? No, I said it's not going to be the same. Listen, some of the vegan girls really be doing it, and I got I got my ways because I got some chicken mm. seasoning, so when I put it in my seitan and boil it, like... Listen, shout out to Joseph Conyers who knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to make seitan, and I'm going to put... I have vegan chicken broth... Wanna f- I want to season it really well. I'm going to fry it up. I'm going to make a vegan sriracha mayo, pickles, and lettuce. It's going to taste probably better, actually. I doubt that. Shout out to the vegans out there. I, I doubt it's going to taste better. Crazy. I'm not going to say it won't taste good. It'll probably taste good. I, I mean, mean, I vaguely remember Popeye's chicken, and it's, it freaking slaps. So <laughs> I might even love going. Popeye's. So I tried the sandwich. I tried the spicy one. Um, and... First of all, something told me, I mean, one thing about me, some people may know this, I love bread. 
Um, so something oh told me God. to try the bread on its own. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it was like sweet bread, right? It wasn't sweet to me, and that wouldn't appeal to me. I don't really like stuff like that, like those Hawaiian you don't like rolls. Hawaiian bread? I, I don't care for it. I don't think it's nasty. Really? I, yeah. I, I miss them. They have milk in them. Um, make a vegan version. I, I might could. Those are dang, freaking good. I don't, why, okay, I'm, I'm sorry to pull over at every intersection, but like, <laughs> what is there not to like about Hawaiian bread? There's literally nothing. It's sweet bread, but it can be savory too. Put a little butter on. You know what I used to do? Oh my God, this is why I had to lose weight. So <laughs> I would like, you make a Sunday meal, you like, sp- spread butter on it you put it in the oven so it gets a little on top and okay well you know i love bread and butter so but mm, yeah it's not for me but that bread by itself like that's where they went right so i mean like and and it's kind of like you can't really even taste the individual flavor of it with the whole sandwich but just like the (laughs) they went off and so when i tried it i was like okay this is obviously good i knew it was gonna be good I mean, and what's I was not like, to be this, it's chicken and bread. Right. It, it's um, impossible for it to be nasty unless you had them Tyson ones that you microwave. Unless it was from KFC. Or, yeah. Right. But, um, so when I tried it, I was like, so I like Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich too. And it was sort of the situation where like a lot of people have polarizing opinions on Coke versus Pepsi. I like both Coke and Pepsi and I acknowledge that they taste different. They do. Okay. But I don't like drastically different. Yeah. But I don't like one of them more than the other, to be honest. Like I don't. Oh, for real. Coke tastes way better than Pepsi. I mean, I don't drink soda. People say that. People say that, but like I. It tastes way better. They, they don't taste the same, but they don't, I don't think one tastes, I I drink Pepsi more often. I do. Because that's what our school, our school serves Pepsi. Like, so that's the only reason why if they serve Coke, I drink Coke. Like, but it makes no difference to me so that's kind of my opinion at the very beginning but then i realized i haven't been to chick-fil-a in like a year so i don't i don't like going over there all the way over to greece just to get some fries i don't really there's not really chick-fil-a's around me i don't really eat chick-fil-a them like almost ever most i ate chick-fil-a was last summer because there was one right next to uh the music festival i was at and if i didn't want to eat in the cafeteria i'd eat at chick-fil-a but um oh that's kind of on brand for our uh topic today (laughs) chick-fil-a has been canceled um for a long time okay for a long time but the girls never mind yeah because i mean i didn't charge chick-fil-a until like last year because of that but anyway um yeah so i got i went to chick-fil-a a couple days after i got the sandwich to refresh my memory the popeye mm-hmm. sandwich like excuse my language the popeye sandwich shits on chick-fil-a i imagine because like, it Chick-fil-A. squats over it and shits on it <laughs> like, <laughs> not squatting like, it is so much better i would like, imagine from okay i had a chick-fil-a sandwich once or twice because chick-fil-a when i was eating meat wasn't by me so I, like i wasn't going like I, I've been, I've been vegan since I've been at Eastman, and they they built a Chick Fil A last year, so that doesn't work. And then before that, I lived in Champaign, Illinois. There was no Chick Fil A down there. There might be one now. So I wasn't eating Chick Fil A often. And then when I did go to Chick Fil A, the nuggets used to slap. So that's what I was. Oh eating. yeah, it took me a long time to Ooh. graduate from the nuggets. Right. So, but from what I remember about Popeye chicken, like the little crunch around it and stuff like that, it's like there's no. 
and Chick Fil A's chicken is good because it's, it's just good quality chicken. Like I'm sure, I'm sure like Popeyes gets their chicken from like first of all, look at how big that freaking chicken sandwich is. Like them big titty chickens that they got. Like they. Oh, okay. <laughs> They making them in Dexter's laboratory, okay? So I think laboratory. Like, you suck. Yeah, my friend <laughs> I, did find a fried chicken foot in her Popeye's chicken one time. Right. Like I think what make people like chicken Chick fil A is because like they use real chicken. Like they use good like Tyson chicken or whatever the heck. So um but there's no way there was to me watching these reviews and stuff, there was no way that the Chick fil A sandwich was better. It's, there's it's no way so much worse like okay now it's not okay, bad now. <laughs> it's not bad but what i will say i will never buy another sandwich from chick-fil-a again really knowing I mean, knowing that wait, i can get I heard, one, knowing that i can get one from popeyes no i mean never but again. how long because popeyes I heard, I heard they sold out to october i'd rather not have a chick sound a chicken sandwich between now and then i don't really eat chicken sandwiches otherwise anyway mm. like chick-fil-a was the first one i'd ever had because chicken sandwich doesn't really apply, like doesn't appeal to me but I would never buy another chicken chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A again. Why would I waste my money on that? Have you had the the chicken? What's it called? The Asiago chicken sandwich from Wendy's? No, I have not. It, okay, it freaking slaps. Like you have to, from what I remember. Okay, like you have. To, that was my joint. Like you have to try it. It's is it spicy? It's, it's you can get it spicy oh, okay. so it's spicy chicken the chi- chicken is is good and then they have like bacon and cheese like asiago cheese and like i think it's caesar dressing and it's just i know it sounds crazy but it's freaking good mm. but um you saw chick-fil-a came out with a mac and cheese i'm like y'all are childish these are corporations <laughs> I they, just... nikki sent me a, a screenshot of her email about let me let me freaking pull it up i'm like Y'all are children. It's a ch- it's okay. Like y'all are both getting money. Like bags and bags and bags and bags of money. Like, um, okay, here you go. She was like dig into happy okay, here you go. I'm gonna show it to you actually so you can see it. Mm. It says, uh, dig into happiness. You're not dreaming. We added something delicious to our menu. Stop by for a taste of Chick-fil-A's new mac and cheese. I'm like, y'all are children. <laughs> like freaking children. First of all, Popeye. Right, like we got Cajun. you can order your your fries, uh, Cajun. <laughs> like, my pastor was joking around on Instagram. He was like, <laughs> "Y'all are so churchy." He was like, "Um, Popeyes is a good example about when you pray for something, make sure you're oh ready for gosh. it." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see what happened? Oh, don't make Popeyes be you. Like, if you pray for a season and a breakthrough, make sure you're ready for the blessing. I was like, "Y'all are so freaking." That is hilarious. It's freaking I. Because it's freaking true. How do y'all run out of chicken sandwiches? I, yeah, they was not expecting beyond. that. And some, some the, the, like I saw a picture of some dudes that bought a bunch of chicken sandwiches and then tried to resell them. I was like, ain't nobody buying no resold chicken sandwich from y'all. And now y'all looking dumb because you got fifty sandwiches and ain't know what to do with them. Who was the future that had a, a trunk full of chicken sandwiches? Well, first of all, he gassed that way too much because he made it seem like he was like. Yeah, man, I got the plug, man. I got the. It was on the shit room. I, I would try to send it to you, but they post every fifteen minutes, so there's no way I'm finding it. But he was like, "I got the plug, man. I got the." He opened his trunk. He had like fifty chicken sandwiches. I'm like, "This is why it sold out." Okay. And I know Beyonce tried it first because you know Beyonce got free Popeyes for life. Does she really? Yeah. Beyonce's vegan. Well, she's. I don't think she's like permanently vegan. Oh, she was vegan for like a second. I think. I think she does it like as a training thing. Like she oh, did, like there's a certain, 
it's a certain like um diet that she goes on oh and i don't think she yeah i think she does it like um in certain like times it's like a i think because i remember it's a certain amount of time that she goes vegan um and has like this whole thing i don't know there's a video on it she couldn't be vegan around me because i be i've been wilding so that's now i'm back in the gym so because vegan to me is beyond burgers and fries so okay well one thing i will (laughs) say last thing i will say about the popeye chicken sandwiches i can't see myself getting a meal of that like because it's fried chicken with bread and then you get some fries on top of that and lord help you if it come with a biscuit like i doubt it do because all that bread there's no way out yeah like i couldn't eat like i ate the chicken sandwich and i was like i wish if the chicken sandwich had been a little bit bigger because it's not that big if the chicken sandwich had been a little bit bigger it's not no it's not at least not the one i had um if it was a little bit bigger i'd be full because i was like i don't know if i could eat fries with this like i could eat so oh really (laughs) yeah because just so much so much bread like fried chicken it has breading on it then it's in between two pieces of bread and then you get some fries like you know it's just a bunch and i love fried food but i don't love it that much you know i feel like if you're gonna eat that it has to be like a treat meal that can't be like yeah a, I'm, which is uh, it's my lunch hour i'm gonna go over to the popeyes <laughs> and can eat yeah <laughs> which is already what popeyes is for me like mm-hmm. i eat popeyes maybe once a month if that actually mm-hmm. not even like especially if i'm yeah at this point, I probably eat Popeyes once every two, three months. But Oof. that's our inaugural chicken sandwich uh, intro. Okay. Not inaugural. This literally, it's literally not inaugural because we talked about it last week. So, did we really? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, I've been enjoying myself. I've been enjoying you guys enjoying chicken sandwiches. Right. Okay. Well. Well, Katie will keep us updated on her Satan sandwich. Okay, you suck. Secondly, I'm gonna make one. You know, I'm gonna make. I've been it, thinking w- of making one my, um, myself at home and see how it turns out. Does Popeye make? Does Popeyes make a seasoning? Like you know how some restaurants like they have like their their seasoning in the store. Do they sell it? I don't. Yeah. Think do so. they have? Okay. Because you know, Chili sells their stuff. You know, like people sell their seasoning. Yeah, Panda Express sells their orange chicken sauce. Panda Express, which sucks. You might as well, <laughs> you're better off making your own. Like, look it up, girl. It's not that hard to make orange chicken. I mean, it's it's time consuming because you got to like squeeze oranges and like cornstarch and junk like that, but just make your own. Like, the Panda Express sauce freaking sucks. It just does. Mm-hmm. But that's like, oh, that, that was a long time ago. All right. So breezing through news this week thank god nobody touched anybody this week so oh, wow it's our first time in like the past three four weeks that we haven't talked about that so that's good see how long this lasts the bars are really underneath the earth's crust for y'all like <laughs> for real father god <laughs> like and you know maybe somebody did and i just missed it right and somebody not reporting it because like you threatened to like demote them from orchestra yeah. or some junk like oh y'all are pathetic right so breezing through news this week just two quick things one is an event with the national symphony orchestra um they're doing a concert featuring a violinist chelsea green and the green project right and wait i think i saw it on facebook okay chelsea right and and a black conductor joseph young um who's who will be making his debut with the orchestra 
if you would like to see them um saturday september 14th the concert is completely free um it's at 2 p.m the doors open at 1 30 oh you good (laughs) the concert is at um at 3 p.m and uh the doors open at 1 30 so i will post the info on that concert if you guys want to see it in washington dc um on september 14th um and then secondly i saw something and then you ended up sending it to me later um about solange having a residency at the sydney opera house wait i said that's you yeah who in residency at the Sydney Opera House? Solange. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I looked it up, and, like, it's not necessarily classical music related. I mean, I, I assumed it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But I one really thing did. I did find, though, that I thought was really cool that um happened a couple months ago, but it's still related, was that Solange composed the score for a um menswear spring and summer 2020 show at paris fashion week oh shoot right i was like come on composer right so Ex- I'm dumb talented right i was like compose the score hold it i mean i'm not gonna lie i was lost with cranes in the sky I'm not gonna hold you the girls are going up for it and i was like mm. I'm probably gonna get dragged for that. But I have an unpopular opinion about Solange, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Do tell. I, no, it's not that I don't. I just have not listened to anything. Like everyone went up for Solange, and I just haven't. You know, I don't really listen to recent music, but I refuse mm-hmm. to listen to Solange just because Solange went through a thing when she tried to sing like a, a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was really, really terrible. Like to be quite honest. She had a this oh, song shoot. called I Decided. Well, she sounded constipated. Oh, no. And I've just been scarred from from her like previous uh her previous music. So when she came out with stuff, I was like, Solange, you doing that again, sis? But apparently everybody loves it and thinks it's great. And I believe you. I just won't be indulging. Uh, I won't be participating. I don't mind weird, but like I mean, cause like let's be let's be honest, like taking the bangers is kind of like kind of weird, you know. But like, I don't know. I just I'm not. Uh, I wish her the best. I'm I'm just not a. I, I and I like her vibe. I do like her vibe and I like her aesthetic, you know. But like I just don't really care for her music, mm-hmm. and that's that on that. <laughs> yeah, I remember listening to it because I was just like when I, when I saw she was coming out with an album, I was like that don't mean nothing to me. But um, I did say only. Excuse me. I did say only two things this week, but actually I have a third thing I forgot about. Um, so I was watching the news. Well, the news was on, and I was oh, like, with your grandma? I was just. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's why I was like, well, the news was on, and I was in the room. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say, like, my grandma watches the news, and I'd be like, CNA my grandma watches what? the news constantly. My grandma watches the news all. Like, my grandma has a regimen. Okay, like literally, I'm like. Gloria. <laughs> like, I remember telling my grandma like I was like, Oh, I have to leave around six and then it was funny because <laughs> we know we have to do something at six and right at six she said it and I was like, Dang grandma, you prompt and she was like, Oh, I just know because Rachel Maddow was on it like it came on so she knew what time it was because she watches it every wow. single day. Like <laughs> Yeah. My grandma watches the nine o'clock news, the ten o'clock news, the twelve o'clock news. Oh, and okay, at ten o'clock she watches the news, and then she watches Surprises Right, and then Let's Make a Deal, and then she watches the twelve o'clock news, and then she watches Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, and then the seven o'clock news. Like it's just <laughs> oh, and the four o'clock I forgot four o'clock news. Like 
she's like did you hear it did you hear it said this mind do this and i'm like yeah it was on instagram like <laughs> like it's just <laughs> the news is boring and it's too many commercials but that's not the point go ahead <laughs> yeah my grandma's the same except for with talk shows like she watches the the one that whoopi goldberg yeah. is on and then unfortunately she watches the wendy williams show which whoopi goldberg yeah. which one's that the talk the the stance yeah, the... one of those oh okay yeah the view is it the, the view yeah one of them or is yeah. that is that adrian balon I have no Girl, idea. Girl, I don't know. Um, but regardless, I saw on the news uh an ensemble called the Black Triage Ensemble. Um, and their mission is to use black uh music and art to address pain, foster healing, promote love, call for justice, and guard against hopelessness. So, um basically they use their their group of um black and I believe Latinx uh string players that uh go in they go to usually like uh it could be like visuals or like you know things that places that tragedy has has struck and they put oh, music there I saw that. yeah um that's so cool it said that they're committed to using music as a healing force for the soul um in the immediate aftermath of community violence so like if someone was shot and killed in the community or something like that they'll go to where it happened um and play um and they their primary focus is fatal shootings um but um also suicides opioid deaths car accidents wow. infant deaths and house in house fires um and they also uh like they try to have their music address the five stages of grief so denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance um mm-hmm. but they also believe in a sixth stage of grief which is faith oh right nice. um yeah so they um it was founded by uh david m.a Hallman, um who is the musical grandchild of yasha heifetz oh shoot right i was like (laughs) okay then right um he plays gospel music and um classical music and he's the assistant concert master of the church of god in christ international orchestra um, I didn't know y'all had. Right, I was just about to say. I was like, I ain't know about all that. I know Kojic was lit, but I didn't know y'all had all right. that. Look that up. <laughs> I was Kojic like, be having Kojic be having orchestra. Everything. Right, that's something I need to audition for. Which, I mean, that's my freaking. That's where I need to be. Right, I should have known, but you know, I should have known because when I put at West Angeles, first of all, West Angeles, uh, with their multiple campuses, and like, right, should have known they had some type of some type of something. But dang, international. Orchestra? Yeah, I'm about to right lit. now. Like, that sounds how I audition? Lit. What you gotta do? Probably gotta improvise. <laughs> oh, true. Oops. <laughs> um, but he, um, the founder, Mr. Hellman, he plays violin, viola, clarinet, piano, alto sax, tenor sax, flute, and pipe organ. Which, come on, right? Um, but yeah, it's an amazing ensemble. Um, they. They focus on, like I said, black string players, but they... Yeah, the, everybody black in here. Mm-hmm. It's also not traditional. There's, like, saxophones and stuff in here, too. The saxophones Wait, you talking about the Kojic Orchestra? Mm-hmm. Wait, oh. what you talking about? I'm sorry. You moved on, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the ensemble. Oh, I'm freaking enamored. Okay, go ahead. So they do what now? No, I was just saying that the, it's mainly um, uh, black, black string players, but... 
um they oh. do they do have a couple of um latinx americans mm-hmm. but yeah so in case that's you want to cool. um check them out they are based in milwaukee wisconsin that's how i saw it because i saw it on the milwaukee news oh that's why you saw it on the news didn't you you said you saw it on the news mm-hmm. yeah in Milwaukee, yeah. like, Milwaukee's, like, low-key, like, a Rochester. Like, there'd be a lot of stuff going on up there. Like, I like Milwaukee. Like, if I want a cute little getaway, like, I dragged my grandma there um, last summer, and she refused to admit that she had a good time. Um, <laughs> and it's just nice. Like, the the waterfront's right there, but there's a lot of... The same thing with Rochester. Rochester has some gems, except for the Matt River. Um, <sighs> no! Oh, my God. So, during gateways, I went to... Um, this restaurant she said <laughs> she said it was gonna be on the river and i tried i had to fix my face because i was like y'all be eating over there because okay girl and it was freaking nice like it was really nice i mean and the water actually moves if you didn't if you didn't know agency yeah i was i was shocked you might call, the water you was moving it, it jello was, sea yeah, okay you move like jello <laughs> like the water was brown but it was moving Listen, Rochester, at this point, just dye the water blue. I mean, it will be so much better. <laughs> like, the water be green in the winter. And I know people be like, Chicago has a green river. I'm like, yeah, because they dye it green for St. Patrick's Day. Like, not because of whatever's growing down there is vomiting green bile. But they green. dye the river? Chicago? Yeah, they, they dye the Chicago River green for St. Patrick's Why? Day every year. That is so extra and can't be good. <laughs> I don't know what they use. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know what they use, but like they do it every year. So, yeah. All right, intermission. All right. So this week we talking about self care. Um, you said what? So, so I just thought it'd be cute. Like a lot of you girls are going back to school. Can't relate. Um, and. <laughs> I just think, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, we, we all got music to learn. So I just think it's important um, to do things that, you know, take care of yourself, like your self-care routines. I want to talk about, like, what my self-care routine is, what Delaney's self-care routine is, and, like, what we think about self-care. Because, you know, it's important to take care of yourself, like, not just, like, your hygiene. Like, I hope you guys are showering, especially, like, you know, rehearsals are about to start back up. Don't be, okay. All right, but it's still out. So deodorant is a must. Like, girl, don't nobody want to be in the middle of the deodorant exposition. It's a must, or you will be. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't nobody want to be in the middle of the exposition and always smell as you. Okay, so I'm not talking about showering. Okay, that's what we're not talking about. But, like, taking care of your mind, taking care of your health, your mental health, and also making sure that you understand that your self-worth is not connected to your craft. Um, so with that being said, what is your self-care routine? And if you don't have one, if you don't have a routine, what are some of the things you like to do self-care? So when I think about self-care, I'm thinking about like everyone's self-care routine is different. I mean, some people be like, I just watch Netflix for 73 hours. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel attacked. Who are me to tell you what your self-care is? It's not me, but normally self-care is like taking care of your mind and taking care of you like but you know what everybody has their stuff what's your self-care routine 
it, it's non-existent um that's okay self-care is something that i'm terrible at like i'm i feel like especially last semester like i'm a firm believer in like this just needs to get done like mm-hmm. and and it got to the point where i'm like people need to stop asking me like how are you doing because i'm like it doesn't matter i need to do this like mm-hmm. it, like that was literally my mindset which is so so problematic um and backfired mm-hmm. tremendously so <laughs> um okay. but like we live and we learn yeah like that that was very much my my mindset before like it don't really matter how i'm doing because this this deadline is still this deadline and this concert is still mm-hmm. happening and this recital is still doing it i still have this lesson and you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like my mom was like delaney your health is everything like yeah no- nothing else exists without it like, yeah, like literally like health is wealth like it's like and that i always heard that phrase like when i was growing up and i was still eating cosmic brownies and fried chicken like and didn't care and it's like but like the older i got and like went on my little health journey whatever like you have nothing without your health like not even just like your physical health like it's like your mental health like you just it's just like you don't have anything without it so i know you don't have a self-care routine well i didn't i didn't know that because i don't freaking spend every moment every day with you but what are some things (laughs) okay um no more episodes for classically black we just stream 24 hours a day on youtube you can just jump in anytime <laughs> oh that even freaking look like okay um what are some things you like to do for self-care so you might not have a routine but what are some things that you like to do like you're stepping away from the instrument you're stepping away from work you're stepping away from okay let's 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 break let's break it down to the bare bones right you're stepping away from electronics phones computers you're stepping away from all that television what is at that basic state like what is something that you like to do for self-care that's not sleeping that's like mindful because i I, I know you're trifling so i know that that could be some girl what's going okay this covered on my bases wow oh that was a pun wow if i was covering my bases my never mind okay (laughs) you're not gonna take my pun and turn it into trife okay that was mine okay come up with your own i don't know i feel like the biggest thing for me is putting the like with putting electronics down like things like social media is largely not even fun for me i just do it out of habit mm, which sucks like because I'm that's like, very I interesting like like instagram and stuff like there are some things that I check in with some people whose post notifications I do have on, like I want to see what they're doing, but like mm-hmm. largely scrolling through Instagram, I'm like we, I've been seeing the same stuff over and over again. Like it's not really fun. And I'm like, why don't I just put this down? Or like I'm watching the rewatching the office for probably the 11th time. Like why, you know, it's freaking lit. Okay. That's why do I, I put on my freaking Snapchat. So Dwight is so rude when Stanley had the heart attack and phyllis was like you killed him he was like yeah i i, I pumped him full of butter and sugar for 50 years and forced him not to exercise <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like <laughs> that insult to injury he was like take a lesson from him and jog on up here and <laughs> the white sucks he's so rude he sucks like oh my goodness like that's why like i mean i do like 
um that's one thing with the whole netflix thing like i definitely watch too much netflix but to an extent like some of that is like things i know i like Mm -hmm. so sometimes you just want to watch things that you know you like you know yeah and that can i mean like i wasn't trying to like comfort nobody like you are the listeners like some people like that's a part of your self-care like i just want to watch this thing because it makes me feel good you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it could be but l- largely it's largely it's just i can't close the damn laptop like <laughs> you um, said what i said largely it's just i can't close the damn laptop like and i ought to you know but mm-hmm. i've been trying to get back to like i used to love reading like as a kid i used yeah. to read like like mm-hmm. like four or five books at the same time like i used to love it then school ruined it for me but mm-hmm. um i've been reading more and i also try to walk my dog every single day because she See, likes that it. self-care you talk about you over here being like oh lord that's literally self-care i mean Exercise. i just started that this week <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah fine. that's something i've tried to do every single day um i do like i like to go on walks like like you know <laughs> it's so pointless to me i play a card note every month i i guess i get that but like if it's under a mile i walk do you so did i tell you what vina did to me Vina was like let's go to brunch this is like two weeks ago she's like we can walk and I was like girl for what so my Hyundai could sit outside like wow. <laughs> I mean I still walked and I was pissed because I didn't do a phase because I didn't want to sweat it was freaking it was like 95 degrees that day of all days I was like I walk when I have to walk like when I go abroad like, also I sometimes really walk to um like I don't know I, if it's under a mile I'll walk um or That's let's say nice. if, if it's under thing. if it's under 0.7 miles if it's over like like if i take the train home and i don't drive from from work i will walk and that's over a mile so like mm-hmm. but i also do that because like on days when i work a full day i'm not gonna want to exercise so yeah. i can walk home you know and i will be mm-hmm. musty when i get back but you know that you was my exercise walk- for today walking like has zero to little return like okay you're out of breath and i'm like a sweaty i I can be sweaty depending on what it is so it's like what you been doing anyway so to me it's just like okay i walk to eastman because i live a block from eastman what am i gonna do drive to freaking class (laughs) (laughs) girl like i will walk stuff like that but i rarely i rarely walk like other than that like but yeah that's good okay you walk your dog and netflix and and you read yeah i guess that's about it and that's really like none of it is really like conscious so like i feel like self-care kind of stresses me out which is counterintuitive but i mean counterproductive so how does it stress you out though i mean you don't have to you don't want to share i can cut it out because like to say a self-care routine like with words like routine and schedule and stuff like that i'm very mm-hmm. uptight about it so i'm like i need to have a schedule okay. to yeah, my routine yeah. and then i have to keep to, like it's very much like if i have a self-care routine that means i'm sitting down and, and making like a physical schedule like <laughs> oh, and shoot. like oh, so that like that. that's just more that's just more work it's not even that's it like i like it to an extent but also it's just the way my like i feel like i have to do it in order to keep to it which is just more work yeah i mean even for me like coming up with this like like this intermission i was like okay well my so i don't have okay let's just start here i don't have a routine because i don't do it like people have self-care saturday like people do that like Mm -hmm. it's like their day where they 
period but it's like to say i have a routine where i'm doing it all the time like that would be a lie now with that being said there are certain things that i do to make sure that like i'm taking care of my self-care like um one one thing i've been very vocal about that i do is journal and i do i don't do it all the time because i don't want it to be like a, a task like i don't want it to be like dear diary x y and z this happened today because i feel like the reason why i've been so successful at journaling i started journaling about four or five years ago the reason why i've been so successful is because like i don't be like i have to do it on this day um but one thing i will do once a week is i will i'll do like a semi self-care thing where like i'll do a face mask um and i'll just sit there and like stare like maybe listen to a podcast i know like you shouldn't really have like technology typically in 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 self-care but i'll sit I'll do a face mask and I'll listen to a podcast and then I'll like really, really like go in a full skincare routine. That's something I'll do. Um, I like, I try to make myself read. Um, I agree with you. Like school, school didn't ruin it. Cause like some of the stuff I read was interesting in school. You know, I mean, especially like looking back at, I was talking to a friend about, he was asking me if I was going to get a DMA and I was like, child, no, I like school and I want to keep it that way. I mean, that might, that might change because, um, you know, I don't know what the future holds, but as of right now, I rather just play. Like you're literally signing up to read 5,000 words, like 5,000 pages a week with the DMA and write a dissertation. That doesn't sound fun to me, but, um, I try to read right now. I'm reading becoming Michelle Obama. Oh, I got that. I'm going to start reading this soon yeah and i'm not gonna like i i there, there was a point that i would read like every night before bed because you really should not be on your phone before you go to bed but i just i don't have the discipline for that i freaking my cousin was making fun of me because i fall asleep like scrolling through instagram which is pathetic um <laughs> and i'm reading low-key reading the handmaid's tale because i'm too scared to watch the series so i feel like if i just read it it'll be less t- scary i'm a wimp um <clears throat> excuse me and like one final thing i do for self-care is i work out a lot um typically okay three to five done typically three to five times a week um it's not really self-care it's about me wanting to have a hot girl summer all the time and that didn't really go that well this summer because i had a hot girl summer reverse but um i just want to be out here I just want to be out here. If fall is coming, I want a cute little crop sweater and um, we're working towards that. Um, and I don't enjoy working out. Like, I see people who enjoy working out. Like, I don't get y'all. Like, y'all are weird, okay? It's not fun to feel like you're going to die, okay? And, <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember one day, because I normally work out on an empty stomach because I, I'm not going to put my business out there, but I normally work out on an empty stomach and one day, like, Sarah. I wasn't feeling well. We're all family here anyway one day i wasn't feeling well and i literally had to stop because i felt like i was gonna faint and i'm like i don't have health insurance anymore so <laughs> i oh, <okay. laughs> can't afford that um but aside from that like it's not fun because i try to push myself as hard as possible like i'll go like uphill no hands for an hour on the treadmill you know like that's not fun okay that's it's not fun feeling like if i if i i'm about to see like god's face okay like <laughs> I freaking fall off this treadmill and the next thing I'm looking at the pearly gates like that's not fun to me okay but I do know it's important especially like as a performer like 
when I was like anytime preparing for performance, I'm I'm working out more than I normally would because I want to feel good on stage. It's not fun to be out of breath by the exposition, um, which is like pathetic because that's literally the first thing that happens by the <laughs> by the development. It's not fun. Um, so let us know what y'all do for self care. Share the share the knowledge. We want to know. Um, sometimes I get real fancy. I got some candles in my room. I be lighting candles and reading. Mm-hmm. I don't love to do that because I might fall asleep. Who you lighting candles um, with? Then, you said what? Who you lighting candles with? Uh, Michelle Obama. That's who. Okay. Don't get me messy. One one thing I did I I forgot to say that I noticed I've been trying to do more is um making sure that I enjoy things. Meaning yeah. like when like so my favorite YouTuber I only there's only one YouTuber that I watch consistently. That's crazy to me because <laughs> I have like seventy three. I like that's just not my like I don't really even know any any YouTubers but I have one YouTuber that I watch and she posted a video a couple days ago. I used to watch her videos as soon as they came out. Cause she doesn't mm-hmm. post that consistently, which is annoying to me because I'm like this yeah. is literally your job. Like and also you know what happened which I hate um what I noticed with YouTubers that ones that pop off like how many subscribers does she have? Eight million. Okay, and she was on BuzzFeed before, right? We talked about the same person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you know what happened? She started making guap, like probably 50, 60K a month. Yes, YouTubers make that much. Yes. She start, it's, it's crazy how much YouTubers make. So she started making guap, and it's like, now you don't have to post as much because because your life is getting crazy. You're doing other outside endorsements. Um, You have the freedom to travel more and whatever. Also, your old videos are still making money. So mm-hmm. these, these YouTubers that I, I used to really enjoy watching, I mean, they got really annoying. I'm really about to unsubscribe. I mean, it doesn't matter to them. Um, but they used to post videos every single day, used to hustle and do all this other stuff. And then they got started making guap. They have like 3 million subscribers now. They live in Dubai. Like they went on a whole trip to Georgia and didn't, the country, and didn't vlog it at all. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you realize that that's how y'all got here? Like, you realize that? Right. But, but anyway. like, I've tried to start like, it used to be that the things that I enjoyed, like checking so-and-so's videos and watching this show when it comes out, like, it used to be something that, like, I just did because, oh, I've been waiting for this to come out, so I'm going to watch it right now. But, like, mm-hmm. her video came out, and I had got, got home from work. I was tired. I was low-key sleepy. I was like, no, I'm going to wait until I feel good and I can enjoy this. Yeah. Like, stop. Like, I've stopped taking, tried to stop taking things that, like, I that are supposed to be fun for me and and just putting them where they fit in because this is supposed to be fun so let me do it yeah you know I feel you like I'm like I've been trying to be like I'm gonna put I'm gonna do this at a time where I know I can fully enjoy it yeah and not just do it because it's here Mm -hmm. you know so I still haven't watched it yet because I've been tired Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna sit down with my plate of food and, and watch it when I'm good and ready so i feel you on that i would encourage everybody to have some type of self-care routine i mean um like i said i don't have a routine because it varies like i might i might journal once a week i might journal once a month but like i do a skincare routine once a week you know that's part of my self-care or like i work out five times a week like I encourage everyone to have that kind of stuff because especially like musicians, I feel like we get so wrapped up into what we're doing. And I just personally, I just don't think it's a good place to be because I was talking to a friend who's not in classical music and I was just talking to her about, about how it works. And it's like, you think of like classical music is weird. You realize that you spend your whole life getting critiques about how you can do something better. 
that's weird to me. Like, I, yeah. I think I think that's weird. It's like you literally go into a session once a week and and one on one with someone, and they tell you for an hour about how everything you could, everything you're doing could be better if you do this. To me, that's freaking weird. I feel like there's not a lot of professions. I mean, ballet because I feel like. I feel like um what's it called visual arts it's like you you paint this thing you sculpt this thing and then it's just is what it is because that's your medium that's your style that's your whatever and people either like it or they don't it's like classical music it's literally or jazz it's literally a way to do it like it's just what it is like it has to be this way it has to be played this way it's better if you play this 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 way it's like it's weird like that is freaking weird i saw this thing i think hockstein school posted it and it was like like it was one of those things where it's like the things that you can gain from classical music um and of course it was like increased like math skills and like you know all that stuff they always say it's not true one of them one of them was increased self-confidence i said i said self-confidence i said music like like do 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 music okay okay but i'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you I'm not gonna lie to you the most confident I was as a violist was like excuse me was middle school high school where I was like the best violist in school I was going to all state I was doing all that stuff that I mean unless you unless you like the best ever and even I don't understand how you think music can build confidence like I literally that doesn't make that literally doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense to me because even (laughs) you talk you talk to the best of the best there's literally (laughs) there's nothing you can there's no skill that to me that builds confidence and like for example what i mean by that i know that's like didn't make sense but look at simone biles right i love gymnastics i love watching it i'm trying to get one of my friends listen who wants to be my friend who's listening i want to go learn because delaney won't do it nikki won't do it so i want to go learn how to do one little flips i just want to do one little flip that's all i really want you never asked me to do that oh would you go with me probably not no i'm just kidding see i would go i, I would go i probably wouldn't do it just because i'd be scared of falling the road. well actually no there's this padding and stuff okay side note i was watching this video this called jubilee we did this before where um and they were like do all disabled people think of, think alike which i really okay. wish they titled it do all people with disabilities think alike maybe they did maybe they did because that's not that's like way better people aren't disabled they have a disability but um and then it was like the one of the girls that was in there was in a wheelchair she was a quadriplegic and she had a gymnastics answer a- accident and i low-key be watching these gymnasts oh, who no. like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't even mean to say that i didn't, I didn't they, even mean to say that but no i'm not going with you sorry sis they so, okay so, 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 delaney sorry. it's it's gonna be freaking tiny tight gymnastics like no, they're gonna, you know what they're gonna be do one thing one it only takes one thing to turn me off to something completely i'm sorry i'm just so paranoid they gonna have I'm, that big old rolly thing first of all i've done gymnastics before you have to do it in our gym class you have to, i think at freshman year i had to do gymnastics like they make you get on the beam and i was like oh that's real cute sis i'm not getting up there um <laughs> we had to do floor. We, we had to come up with a floor exercise routine. Like we had to vault, and I'm like, if you really think I'm about to run and then jump on that little thing and catapult myself, like, and I was like around in high school. I'm like, are you freaking kidding? Like, <laughs> I was like, we gonna have to get a zero out of ten today. There's stuff like <laughs> I was the worst. I was that gym student. I'm not doing it. I'm like, I'm, her name was Miss Weber. I'm like Miss Weber. You must have lost your 
god given mind i'm gonna <laughs> run my little chocolate round self running up <laughs> and jumping on that thing and, and <laughs> oh my goodness no nope, the nope, only nope. thing the only thing i did in that class now that i think about it and they were trying to make okay i did a floor exercise because what are we what are we doing like somersaults like i did the floor exercise and i got zeros the rest of the, the rest of the days that we were up there for like three weeks i don't care i'm not doing that they try to make pe- get people to do kips if you don't know what a kip is it's like when you pull yourself up you can see me you pull yourself up onto a bar and like bring the bar like you, you put your pelvis on the bar that's a, called a kip oh. girls like on, on uneven bars girls are in gymnastics for three four years trying to get a kip okay I'm not doing that in three weeks with you who don't play, who don't do that. But, cause, okay, anyway. <laughs> so I was watching, I was watching Simone Biles because I just, I'm still confused, right? And the way she be flipping, I'm like, I'll be looking at her like, isn't that dangerous? Like, that little fall mat is not gonna save you. And and then I watched this thing and she was like, yeah, gymnastics, she was like top of her game. I'm gonna look her up. Um, She was like 14. So like, you know, 14 is like, you're trying oh to, God. from what I gather from the girls, like from what I get, because I follow a lot of them gymnastics girls, because it's literally fascinating to me that you are, you are, I, I thought cheerleading was crazy, but you are flipping through the air. Like, to me, it's like, if that's why I realize why boys don't do beam, because <laughs> that's no way that way and will. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you are flipping through the air. That can't be safe. It's fascinating to me, right? No. Did you see that guy at the last Olympics who's laying see? like, snapped <laughs> I won't First be doing all, it. I understand why Nikki told you no, and it's it, it's an absolute <laughs> hell no for me. So, so listen, sorry. and you know I watched. I was in the. I was watch, I saw it live. I'm trauma because I'm squeamish. I was traumatized. It, I literally I'm saw sc- his. I saw him go one way, his leg go the other way. It was terrible. My um, bones are like jelly right now. Just thinking about it. Okay, but I'm my like, bones okay. itch. I want to learn how to do. I'm not. I'm not getting on nobody's beam or nobody's vault or nobody's bars, right? But I'm just saying I want to learn how to do a backflip. I feel like I need a trainer to do that. Yeah, okay. okay. The reason why I said that. So, so Blaine and I are doing gymnastics. Expect a video on our YouTube channel. Yeah, um, I'll hold the camera. <laughs> okay, but Simone Biles, right? She's like the best athlete in the world. I think I don't know the athlete in the world, but definitely the best gymnast in the world. Period. It might be the best gymnast of all time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think she is. Because she literally won six, oh girl, anyway, six world champion. Okay, girl. So, um, they were interviewing her after, and they were like, they were like, so, what's next for you? Like, what are you still working on? She's like, well, yeah, it was okay. Mind you, sis dusted everybody by three points. And I know this doesn't sound like a lot, but in gymnastics, where everything's like a tenth of a point off, tenth of a point, if you're dusting somebody by three points, that's a lot. And she was like, um, yeah, I'm just trying to make some stuff better. And I'm just, I, I'm still working, and there's some stuff that I just, I'm I'm not really ready for Tokyo. I'm almost there, and I'm like, girl, you have three moves named after you called the Biles, and it's like, but there's something there. It's like you can't have a skill, and it builds self confidence because she's literally the best gymnast in the world, and she's like, yeah, I still can work on this and this. And you know why? Because she has coaches in her face every freaking day telling her you know you really could do that better i'm like why don't you come and do it you know what i'm saying it's like it's weird to me i mean all these specialties sports like classical music it's weird that you you literally get criticized every step you make like everything is like 
that was nice but you could do this that was good but can you think about playing it this way and like i love how you did that but if you do it this way that's weird to me i don't know so i think it's important have a so bring it all back have a self-care routine separate yourself separate yourself from the art because remember that your self-worth and your self-value is not attached to the music that you're making and if it is girl god bless um because i definitely have to learn that because it can get it can get real deep and get real dark um if you if you don't remember that okay and are we moving on crucially mm-hmm. yes <laughs> let's move on all right y'all so today <clears throat> we're talking about cancel culture um this idea came up from two things we want to shout out the first one is we talked about this briefly on triloquy when we were on there with garrett shout out to garrett um and triloquy he's not the only person in the show <laughs> we've been over this <laughs> <laughs> the last time you were like garrett and hey scott <laughs> hey scott we love you all um and we'll link that episode if you haven't because like sis why haven't you heard this on triloquy but we'll link um that episode where we we talked about it briefly and then we just like made a quick turn away from it um and then also i was watching uh a jackie ina makeup tutorial jackie 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 somebody knows what i'm talking about uh she's also yeah, has like somebody she has like <laughs> three million subscribers like people know what i'm talking about um i was watching jackie ina she was doing um an unpopular opinions video and one of the things she talked about is cancer culture so we thought it'd be cool to talk about it. especially like we've been talking about um people who are high key problematic in classical music and y'all don't care so um we thought we would dive into that so she made a lot of good points i thought um about cancel culture so we're gonna dive into some of the stuff she said and then loop it back around to classical music so Dylan, you want to tell people like what is cancel culture because some of the girls just don't be knowing like who was canceled and like what does that even mean so what what is cancel culture so cancel culture kind of came from um a series of um things it's kind of like a trend of like people doing things um and then like a large amount of public being like oh you're canceled because of what you said or what you did right um and just saying like you're canceled meaning they're not going to listen to your music if you're a musician they're not going to patronize any business that you have um they're not going to support you in any way shape or form they're going to follow you all of that type of stuff means that you're you're canceled which is mainly affects you like financially you know right um and that's sort of like the the effect that cancel culture has on people largely um at least people that are still alive um because we'll Mm -hmm. you know get into that but yeah it's um and basically people uh blackballing or blacklisting um someone because of something that they said or did that um most people don't agree with or um it goes against your values in some way so obviously there's some very big name people that have been canceled fairly recently one of which mm-hmm. r kelly um yeah r kelly i mean really should have been canceled a long time ago but a um, very long time ago there was literal, literally videographic evidence but um 
when they were like when freaking uh gail asked him oh what did you do it he was like i beat my case i'm like so there's our so you, yeah like being <laughs> acquitted it does not mean you didn't do it <laughs> right what oh Come my on. god y'all are so exhausting um yeah but big people that have been canceled r kelly if you didn't know now you know he um is a literal monster the devil on earth um or bill cosby who right. um admitted to drugging drugging women and having sex with them or aka raping them um also a lot of people have canceled bill cosby a lot of people have not canceled bill cosby some people also have not canceled right. r kelly um, right which <clears throat> it's confusing to me i i mean personally and we're gonna get here but i i feel like r kelly and bill cosby are probably the most successful examples of canceling like the overwhelming majority of people have canceled like they're not listening to r kelly's music they're not streaming his stuff like sis if you can't you gotta you gotta delete out the playlist too because he's still getting them streams if he's getting the streams it's going on his books so he's even good in jail okay um <laughs> people have stopped watching the cosby show people have like people I don't know what else Bill Cosby has right now. Also, we saw the downfall of Bill Cosby publicly because he has a bunch of honorary doctorates. He put a lot of money into HBCUs and uh, HBCUs are like, I forgot it's so long ago, but they were like, you can have your money back. Like we we're super good on this, like revoking honorary doctorates, stuff like that. So we've seen my like, prison. I can't, right, like, I still can't believe they put him in prison. I did not think he was going to go to prison. I, I didn't think he was either. Because, I mean, you know, money do a lot for you. Money does a lot. And he's old. Like, he's very old. Like, like old, old. Yeah, he gonna die in prison. Wow. I mean, he might not. How many years did he get? Nine? He is pretty old. If he lives to so the end of that sentence. I mean, he also could get out early. Yeah, he could get out um, early. Um, But didn't they say he wanted to do something? Didn't he want to be on house arrest? And the girls were like, no, you're going to jail right i feel like that's yeah house arrest in your mansion that ain't even nothing right that's how you oh you, you wasn't even finna leave anyway right so now you ordering postmates and junk with an ankle monitor on it like girl that's right. not a, a you buy you a freaking 50 acre something <laughs> right now you got bounce houses and stuff and junk like that i mean did they even send him to a nice jail i don't even think they No, he went to state prison too yeah they didn't even send i think they were making an example out of him they would definitely make yeah. an example out of him. I was like, dang, they sent him to state prison too? That's like not even, like if he went to a private prison, I'm like, oh, he's living large. Like, yeah. you go to a private prison, money, you know, I mean, obviously money's going to help him in state prison too, but nowhere near as much as if he had gone to a private prison. Like, you go to a private prison, he got his own room, he got probably outside food coming in, he got a TV right. in there probably, like, all kind of stuff. State prison's going to be the worst. Three weeks ago, they said they he started appealing. I'm not gonna read this because I really don't care. But um, <laughs> <laughs> ten year sentence. Oh, Ooh, yeah. oh no no no! We're, <laughs> y'all really don't care about women in this country. Like it's actually pathetic. Um, Mr. Cosby is serving a three to ten year sentence. Three. Oh, wow. And he probably gonna get out on three. He's mis- he's Bill Cosby. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, there's no there's no way he's not getting out in three years and that might be enough to keep him alive just so he don't die in there imagine imagine being bill cosby and dying in prison that he's not dying in prison i don't i don't think so but um 
I think those are only two people that have been successfully canceled. Um, mm-hmm. Do and you saw my you, mom was just at a cookout yesterday and they was playing R. Kelly. So I'm gonna say we have a mutual friend that that was like, I don't care, I still like R. R- Kelly's music. And <sighs> first of all, this person I'm not even gonna put her out there, but this person is like she don't care what she, what what we think anyway. But um, you can like his music. Like, there's no denying that his music is good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I'm never gonna say, oh, stepping the name of like it's trash. Like, it's still the same song it was before we knew. Like, <laughs> right but like i won't i just won't be streaming it you can't stream it you can't support it. him even like morally supporting him like being like yeah you know he sucks but you know i like that song but like, that's weird like yeah i don't like i don't know and for me now like completely honestly i i couldn't even listen to an r kelly song if i wanted to his yeah. voice makes my skin crawl like as it should like like <laughs> I am okay. So before we get to that, is cancel culture important? I think cancel culture is relatively new. I feel like we were canceling people. Well, also I think cancel culture came with like social media because it's easy to rally people up and be like, "Yeah, let's cancel it. What are we gonna do? We gonna cancel yeah, because that's true." I feel like the one of the main things that we've seen in our lifetime has been like the Chris Brown thing. And if social media was hidden like it was, like it is now, like it was back then, Chris Brown would have been canceled, right? But so something like egregious, like what Chris Brown did, like do you think cancel culture is important? Um, I feel like it's. I don't know. I feel like it's up to the individual. Like my relationship with canceling people is very much just based on me. Um. Mm-hmm and not really anyone else like i think cancel culture hmm, it's it's important to me when it comes to like seeing who other people are because like i'm gonna cancel whoever i want to cancel whatever like i'm gonna do what i want to do but if you if there's somebody who just did something terrible and you cape for them like that tells me something about you yeah in my opinion like so i think it does it does bring out a lot of, some people's true colors mm-hmm. and that's an and and i mean honestly that's important to me but um in terms of like is it is it important to have cancel culture like us as a group rallying together to cancel somebody and and i don't i don't really know i like i feel like i don't really care what people as a group do in terms mm-hmm. of that like i i feel like for someone like r kelly i care a little bit more because like i it, i would prefer that he has no coins so right. like it, I mean, it does have an impact right so like when it has a huge impact like that then like yeah i guess it's important when it works but we can talk more about when it works and when it doesn't to me i think cancel culture is uh, i think cancel culture is important because like there's power in numbers you know what i'm saying if we all if we all like Okay, we are at Eastman, and we're like, um, this professor did this and this. He's canceled. We got to get him fired. And enough people say that, like, at least it's going to be up for review. At least it's going to be like, okay, what did they do? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's power in numbers and being like, this person did something egregious. Uh, let's get, let's get, let's do something about it. But do I, 
so I think it's important in that regard, but because like leading to our next point about whether it works or not, I don't think it does. So it can't, it can't be that important because it just never works. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like y'all, y'all rally behind somebody just to get people mad. And we're looking at stuff like, um, like an example, right? Like, so Prada put out a sweater, um, and it was like, is it Prada? I keep saying Prada. It was Gucci. The Gucci turtleneck. It's a black sweater that has like that goes over your face. Which okay, what context? And then, um, <laughs> it has like red lips around it. So like, there everyone's crying blackface. So, like that. It's so it's culturally insensitive, and everyone's like Gucci's canceled, and everyone's rallying around. I think that's important to like shed light to the fact that y'all are doing something problematic you know i think cancel culture rallies people together i mean we can also talk about black rage and how y'all like love to capitalize off, off of that and black people keep falling for it i mean but that's another conversation for another day um but i, I think it's important to get people talking about um that kind of stuff like does is this is important this is a problem they should be canceled Mm. but i also feel like huh? i also feel like canceling like it's more the reason why i see it more individual like for me is because like i have my morals that i feel like i cannot compromise on mm-hmm. so like if i'm canceling somebody it's more of like i wouldn't feel right if i continued to support this person mm-hmm. you know like yeah that's, i can't have that on my conscience you yeah. know for sure, so, for sure. That's why I'm like I'm not going to be up in arms if like you didn't cancel this person, depending on who it is. Like, if there's somebody, like say some, a lot of people stop listening to Kanye West. I know like three Kanye West songs anyway. Mm-hmm. It don't make like, and one of them I I probably would still listen to, but like it wasn't nothing after he said that slavery was a choice like it ain't no thing for me to not listen to kanye west no more right and ain't no thing for me to cancel gucci because i ain't got no gucci anyway and can't afford it so (laughs) right i mean look the kanye thing like people are obsessed with them for whatever reason so i feel like i think that whole slavery is a choice thing i forgot that happened like you see that's what canceling okay I literally forgot that happened because like y'all refuse to cancel him. Like Kanye West is like problematic, you know? And yeah, something wrong with him. Like literally. And I feel like, I think he just needs to be, a, he needs a light flash in his face. Um, yeah. But after his mom died, like he literally, I mean, I, I, I can, I can sympathize with that. Um, but yeah, it's like, I don't know what that feel like. So, right. Um, like all I can do is be empathetic, but yeah. he like for that comment, like <laughs> that slavery is a choice because like, everybody didn't rally up and like that doesn't make sense no, first of all slave revolts literally did happen right like and then like there even... was literally everything counting against them like you you have these people that were not allowed to read they would had no access to weapons they had nothing like th- literally one side had everything and the other side had nothing like right. <laughs> you sound dumb so you sound dumb. stupid and it's like y'all didn't cancel him for that y'all had his weird church service things and I just it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. So, and people rallied around it and got mad about it, and it's like it brings. I guess it brought light that he sucks, but then what? You know. Yeah. So we get into this idea of like, does cancel culture work? And I kind of already, 
let the cat out of the bag about what I think about that. But what do you think? Well, thinking about it more, like it it will only work on a group level. Like it it doesn't really work on a group level because there's always there's just so many people that have their opinions and i feel like there's always going to be a significant number a significant enough number even if it's not the majority um significant enough number that's not going to cancel right and but then i'm thinking of like canceling works in some regard if you have a lot of power like for example colin kaepernick Mm -hmm. the nfl canceled him and he and no team is taking him yeah like and like obviously he has the support of the black community and people that support his cause so like it's not like he on the street begging for coins like he's okay but like he like is not playing football no more because nfl was like nah you canceled to us and and i mean no matter how many people want to see him on the field again ain't nobody hiring him right so like i guess if you got the power to do that like that's similar to like someone getting blackballed like mm-hmm. you know or i just feel like yeah i feel like it's not it, it works to a certain extent like how r kelly is broke now mm-hmm. but a lot of people it only it only happens for like a couple of weeks and then they just write back to right me. and you bring up a good point about like who's doing the canceling because i think it's harder to the people with money cancel the people without money works way better than the people without money canceling the people with money because if we all rally together and be like um because even like look at bill cosby like people like everyone like not everyone i love the cosby show like i really do i own the whole the whole series whatever like i grew up on it and i still can't bring myself to watch it you know what i'm saying it's like even when people agree like bill cosby's trash like and they cancel him but he kind of canceled himself because like now he's in jail it's like it's like undeniable but yet people are still gonna watch the cosby show like whatever but like to get all people like what you said to get all people together to be like this person is trash like it's just not gonna happen like people are always coming from somewhere else and like you have people who are freaking ignorant and being like well why you go in that hotel room with bill cosby anyway like let's not forget about y'all um yeah why uh, don't you just leave and then like right and, and why would you oh my god why would you send your daughter to go with be with r kelly in in the first place and 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 uh you y'all wasn't parents and da-da-da-da. i'm like oh my god y'all are really really tiring so it's like you're all you're always gonna have these people who like who are like to the left of common sense um so i guess but that's why to me i don't think canceling works i feel like you and Jackie Anna said this in her video. It's like you get mad for two weeks, they capitalize on your rage, and then like you're right back in the Gucci store. And I remember <laughs> black people suck. So um it was like it was after the Gucci outrage, it was like three weeks later, and the cause the shade room is like it's like Twitter. It's like there's nothing off guard, like there's there's nothing no one's safe. Like it anything goes in the shade room comments, right? So people were like some rapper posted with a Gucci belt on. I was like, still can't believe y'all are wearing Gucci belts. And they were like, I thought Gucci was canceled in the comments. You know, like I thought Gucci was canceled. Like, I'm like, it's not like Gucci does not care except that y'all, their sales went up when y'all got mad at them. Okay. Like, right. And, and, and they don't care about all these, uh, all these people canceling them that couldn't afford no Gucci. No way. Exactly. Okay. okay now you make <laughs> another, you make up another point. 
oh, I don't want to say that is sober. I told you after, but it's like, the, <laughs> it's like the ones who are can't doing the canceling. They don't care about y'all. Now I'm not gonna lie. Like if, if Kim Kardashian got online and be like, I'm not, I'm not supporting Gucci anymore because that 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 X Y Z. Um, then y'all probably will stop shopping at Gucci, maybe. But speaking of Kim Kardashian and Patrick Star, is his name Patrick Star? Jeffrey Star, yeah. whatever. Oh, um, there's another Patrick Star that that MUA. I thought Jeffrey Star was the MUA. There, there's two. Oh, Jeffrey Star is the one that looked like a skeleton, and Patrick Star is the one that always got the turban on. Okay, Patrick Star is a problematic one, right? No, Jeffree Star is a point. Although Patrick Star did... Okay, this is the whole thing. I just saw this on Twitter. He stole some type of format like for video from this black girl that was doing it and didn't credit her. So then that was the whole thing on Twitter. But Jeffree Star is the one that did that whole comparison. He compared some black woman to like a gorilla or something, something like that. And you know what the funny thing about Jeffree Star is? He's problematic over and over and over and over again. And then Kim Kardashian got up and was like... You should forgive him for what he said. He didn't mean it. And blase, blase. And the girls are still watching his makeup tutorials. And, and he's still getting um, sponsorships. It's like, canceling doesn't work. He sucks. And and y'all still endorse him. Like, I think he, I think he's coming to Chicago to do something. And Nikki's friend called called her and was like, you want to go see Jeffree Star? And Nikki was like, one, you don't wear makeup, too. Why would we go? And it's like y'all don't remember that he sucks you know it's like canceling doesn't work in, in my opinion it doesn't work um so let's talk about so we talk about people we don't like right like who cares about Con, uh, Kanye West who cares about whatever let's talk about canceling the people that you like right so yeah. how, let's, how is that you know what I'm saying yeah so i feel like part of the reason why canceling don't really mean much to me is because like most people that like it just hasn't really been a thing like yeah. like say r kelly there there are a couple r kelly songs i really really do like like freaking i'm so upset i can't listen to the i'm a flirt remix i love oh, that i forgot song. he wrote that like the remix oh is so, like i can listen to the regular because he's not in that one but the remix is so much better but i won't be listening also, like, to ignition? it ignition yeah like there are kelly songs that i like but oh my like God, i love the ignition it's i don't oil. like them enough like i don't listen to them enough for it to be like a huge like i'm fighting my conscience every day like trying to like it's not that big of a deal but and also i can't never love a song more than i love justice for girls you're peeing on girls literally so um but I just hadn't had anyone that I was like that I liked enough that it was like a struggle for me to uh cancel them but one there was one artist um that it was like that for me and I was Tyler the Creator so I started listening to Tyler the Creator in middle school which I was way too young to listen to his music but that's beside the point um I started listening to him in middle school and and that was like I've talked about like middle school was terrible for me but it was also a very formative time like so his music was something that was like really really important to me like it um it was a important uh thing in my life at the time when I was going through stuff so mm-hmm. he's an artist that I really really uh like and I hold like close to my heart but as I got older I started realizing the stuff that was in his music there was some very very problematic stuff in his music um Mm -hmm. he was known to use a lot of homophobic slurs in his music um 
which I don't know. Like there's there was like speculation about him being gay after Flower Boy See, came but out. That'd be the type. That'd be the yeah. Type. So I was like, I don't know. Like, is, are people okay with it now, or like what? And like also because it was his early stuff, I feel like it's not as much in the limelight. Although you do see people bringing up old tweets and stuff, so it's like, how it's tired. has this not? yeah it's like how has this not come like i haven't seen much conversation around the homophobic stuff that has come out of him and like it's been so so much of him using the f word over and over and over again um and but also even even if he's gay now and all is forgiven or what i don't know that was something that i really struggled with and then also he references rape a lot in his that's weird you told me i was like wait huh yeah references like uh, like wanting to rape people okay, um so yeah ra- yeah like t- like in a, in multiple songs and a lot of his songs he references um acts of rape and um and murder which is true for like a lot of hip-hop songs but just in a less graphic way than he does it because like i told you he has this one song on bastard called sarah and it's about it's him asking a girl to prom and she says hell no and he kidnaps her and kills her rapes her dead body and eats her heart and then kills himself like in the song it is crazy what like it's yeah like stuff like that like how do you listen to someone who is talking about how he enjoys raping women like in a song Mm-hmm. like that was something where i was like whoa, 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 whoa what have i been listening to right <laughs> you know? i was like no hold on what? so like i went i went years without listening to side of the creator yeah. because of that but like that was a sh- that was such like a hard thing like i hadn't actively canceled him i had just taken like sort of a a time a period of time i'm trying not to use the word hiatus because of you but um i had taken basically why just a sabbatical welcome the word a sabbatical word. from his music where no. i was like thinking through where like what Bally. how do i feel about this like i know that it's wrong but like Bally. am i gonna still am i gonna still keep <laughs> listening to his music and like do i listen to tyler creator now yes i do like i still do i just don't and i like i accept like that may be problematic but like Listen. i don't know <laughs> I, I like i honestly don't know i'm like th- that is that was an artist that was like it was very difficult for me to mm-hmm. wrap my mind around canceling him like yeah. <laughs> it's like cause I, it's like you feel like low-key selfish because it's like you suck but i like you <laughs> like <Yeah>. um, <laughs> like okay if you be, if it's, it's episode 45 y'all know i love migos I, I do specifically I love Offset okay <laughs> they're fun okay like they they rap about money and girls and just being rich okay like I I love it I love the aesthetic their songs are catchy and fun okay they're just fun however um me uh Offset caught some smoke maybe a year ago a year and a half ago um, for a, a a line, okay, it's no it's no secret that, secret that a lot of these rapping, oh, I can't say that a lot of these rappers. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these rappers are have like homophobic lines in their in their lyrics. Like it's not okay, but it, they just do okay. And um, Offset had a line in his song. I forgot which one. Uh, it said, "Pinky ring, crystal clear, forty k spent on private Lear." 60k solitaire i could not 
I cannot vibe with queers. And he caught so much smoke for this, like so much smoke. And then Cardi B, girl, you know I love you, but she got her stupid stuff up there. She was like, Offset don't really know what that mean. And like, he meant like queer, like weird. And like, you like, y'all can't cancel him because like he didn't even really mean it like that. I'm like, Offset's an adult. Two, we all have a high school, at the very least have a high school education, okay? Even Cardi B, okay? Like, also three, we're not dumb. We know what you meant when you said that. Like, just say, I'm sorry. Just say, I suck, I'm homophobic. Like, just say that, you know? Like, but <laughs> do I still listen to Offset? Like, yeah, I love him, okay? Like, <laughs> and okay, to be fair, like, I want to defend myself just a little bit. I don't think Offset is growing as a person. Okay, that's why I love him so so much. Okay, <laughs> like Offset is growing as a person. He's doing so oh, much personal so work. <laughs> like him and his wife and culture. Culture is so beautiful, which is like, thank God because your parents. Um, I mean, she's kind of like screwed intellectually, but hopefully they have private tutors. Um, but I just love him. Okay, he's doing his his work. Be funny, man, and, just like Offset. You know, said he's so fun he's cute okay um i'm sorry i can't <laughs> if offset has to do something egregious okay and is homophobia is homophobia egregious yes okay but what i okay i don't know okay i don't know i um, it has to be really bad it has to be has to be like he pees on somebody real bad or yeah, like, like it has to be like has to be bad okay cancel offset and he apologized for it i mean it was a half apology like the, all y'all girls be doing but like i don't know man it's hard cancel someone you like now r kelly it wasn't hard because like he I, first of all i didn't really like r kelly and also he did something egregious and yeah. also i would never like if 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 offset hurt someone it's like i'm not I can't, no matter how much I love you, I can't support you. You know, if you're hurting people, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't get behind that, but it's hard. Yeah. And then there's like some people that are like half-ass canceled. Like I didn't listen to Chris Brown for a very long time after he did Rihanna. And like, it's the point where like, if a Chris Brown song comes on, I won't skip it. Like that's where I'm at with Chris Brown. Yeah. I mean, I just told you about No Guidance. Like I love that song. But also I'm proud of him for not being a sex tutorial. Um, if an R. Kelly song comes on, I will skip it. Also, is he gonna try making music in jail? Like, I hope not. <laughs> you know, what? I saw oh, on Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw on Twitter somebody. It, it was like a thing, and it was saying that his fans are se- sending him fan mail, and then someone's like, they're sending him letters to read. <laughs> <laughs> I said, y'all suck for that. I they felt do. bad when just- I was watching his thing because, like, apparently he got teased for that, which is really, really sad. But that was before all of this happened. Like, I could, yeah, I could just imagine to- how sad that was. Like, as a kid, when you have, you yeah. like have real trouble reading, you have a learning disability, and people are teasing you about the, like, oh my gosh. And that was the only thing that made me feel bad. But I'm like, that is literally no excuse. Like, that's so irrelevant. <laughs> like, to- literally, how do you go from that to raping girls? Right. So. But also, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, if he was in Jamaica, he could make music from prison. Because, you know, that's like real jail down there. It's like, <laughs> don't mess up. Um, But, so we talked about, like, the people that we like canceling them. We talked about this cancel culture work. Let's get into it. 
there are people who are problematic in classical music. We've talked about them so many times, namely Wagner. He's probably the worst one um, of, out of all of them. Strauss, guess Waldo. Should these people be canceled? And more importantly, will they ever be canceled? Like, does can does classical music lend itself to cancel culture? So I think one thing um, I want to say that it relates to classical music, but quickly we um, forgot about Jackie Ina's video was that she, the whole um, comparison she did from like of canceling to Yelp reviews. Oh, which, yeah. yeah. Um, we compared like when we were talking about before we started recording, like she was saying that like Yelp reviews are very much like someone gives their opinion and you're like, OK, I, I hear you, but that's not really my like that doesn't really affect what's important to me that mm. I didn't really agree with that because I feel like all the people that I've canceled is because of like you're like you have a huge flaw in your moral character like yeah. you know mm. and that's different from like like obviously if someone wrote a Yelp review and was like this restaurant owner called me a gorilla n-word and and you yeah. know obviously I'm not going there but if someone says my service was bad and it was slow, like that's first of all that's one right one waiter on one day on you know like yeah I, I would still go there not the same but what you brought up was like the equivalent to that in classical music would be like WC. like right we made it known that neither of us like WC's music that's not a reason to cancel him and also like, going <laughs> off of that like okay we we he was he was a try for music history right mm-hmm. was he i feel like he was yeah he was oh yeah. my god literally, <laughs> literally an episode um so all the stuff that he was trifling for was in his personal life like because he didn't like his wife like that's his business like that's not to me that's not a reason to cancel somebody because he like pushed his side okay is, is it terrible that he like pushed his wife to want to commit suicide yes however that's his personal life that has that to me that's no reason to cancel wc you know because mm-hmm. like we don't like him like we can go to a concert and give a review and be like oh it was good so wc came on and right. someone else is gonna be like well i'm not gonna cancel xyz orchestra because i like wc you know it's like yeah like i'm not gonna be like you a trash person because you listen to wc or you right. know like that's a kind of an example of like there's been some talk about people frivolously canceling people over things that are like not even that deep like mm-hmm. that's like something where it's like it's just a matter of opinion and not really a matter of like your moral character like well it like it kind of is because he was trash because of how he treated his wife but like that don't mean that his music like should never be played his music should never be played because it sucks but that's my opinion <laughs> right that's a thing it's like also like because like there's some people who would argue that WC's competitions are like groundbreaking and like the first of its kind i mean yeah no uppies and downs yeah. <laughs> amazing um <laughs> okay let me quit i quit i quit i quit um but that's not a reason like to cancel him like his personal life is his personal business and like his writing style is his business like canceling him because like we think he's trash is like all the girls being like well Mr. Taylor is canceled because he told me that my third finger was too high in the thing and <laughs> he canceled. Like, uh, girl, <laughs> it's not that good. Right. <laughs> but, like, I feel like, like what you said about his comp- his compositions being groundbreaking, like, that is probably one of the main reasons why classical music will never cancel certain composers that yeah. actually might deserve to be canceled. Like, when we talk about Wagner, we talk about Strauss, like, they did these totally egregious things um, that were, like, they were just blatantly uh, xenophobic towards 
a, a, a whole group of people um just because of like just literally denying their humanity um especially okay. wagner I, it's yeah. okay <sighs> but but classical music is not it's it, i mean they, they, they've been talking about we've known about wagner since it was literally happening like right right he we've known about those things for so long and he's still not canceled and he probably never will be because of how much he has contributed to the art of of opera and, and classical music like that's one of the main reasons i feel like classical music is like not really like it doesn't lend itself to cancel culture yeah and the thing about wagner is like okay if we were talking about somebody somebody like stamets right like we found out stamets like owned like twenty thousand slaves okay that's impossible he owned 200 slaves and like whatever he was a slave master on the low in germany and we canceled stamets like what is that really finna do what are we gonna really lose you know what i'm saying like people are still <laughs> like <laughs> wow people are gonna play <laughs> i mean it's, it's true like people like he wrote like a couple little um i forgot what those are called i'm literally blanking it's like um he wrote some little string orchestra things and like whatever he wrote a viola concerto which is not not as important over here it's it's important but it's not like as it's not held to the same thing here as it is in um europe but like it's like okay we have hofmeister like veils play that it's like stamets wrote good music and contributed to classical music but he didn't like change the trajectory of classical music like wagner and in his hatred and his like um and like being self-absorbed like he changed classical music because it's like he he was into this whole like we got to combine everything like the, the symphony is obsolete so let's have the girls working really hard in the pit and playing all this stuff and then let's have the girls singing on stage and that's all we need and like that's groundbreaking like that is like he was the first of his of his of his kind to do that and it's like if we ignore also he did some other stuff that i kind of blanked out on um like having like the ring cycle which I, y'all are obsessed with it i don't get it but um the ring cycle y'all love that like reoccurring themes like he, he he did that kind of stuff and it's like if we cancel wagner like there's a huge part of the repertoire that's missing like huge part and i think like y'all i mean i can't say i personally care because although i love opera i won't be boohooing if we don't if i never play a wagner opera but like the the repertoire is missing something if we cancel Wagner it's like it's impossible to do and then what else are we gonna play you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I mean Puccini is way better in my opinion but also I can't I can't I'll be remiss to say like Wagner stuff isn't good I mean I don't enjoy playing it because I feel like it's arm day but um <laughs> I, I don't know it's, it's difficult it's like is it really realistic to cancel Wagner I can't I can't say I don't I don't think so and I also yeah. agree with you it's not gonna happen and but i i was thinking and i do see like there are certain things like that that are happening in classical music that are sort of like okay some people might get canceled like people that are alive now like we were just talking about placido domingo last week who they canceled his they a couple of orchestras canceled his appearances i mean his appearances but also it's a little different but also we just had joshua bell up at eastman last year I mean, Joshua so there, Bell is that. Yeah, Joshua Bell is a little like. I mean, it's it's not different because like in both cases, 
as of right now it looks like there's only allegations and it's like that's a whole other debate about like yeah what do you do when there's like no concrete evidence but like you also like you know things or you've seen things or someone you know has been involved with things and like i'm not gonna get into who told me what when um when joshua bell came to eastman but um you know just there were some people that had really really strong opinions on that but Mm -hmm. they still like they addressed it in rehearsal and were like well he's coming so and because that that concert was sold out like right like that was a big that was like the big concert of the year was joshua bell is coming to kodak hall they were not gonna cancel that regardless so I mean, um, we saw the cancellation. Who was William? Who, who was the former concert master of Cleveland? He was canceled. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, him. I mean, and, been to, um, James Levine or Levine. That which guy. Was shocking to me. That was shocking. Yeah. Where was so he like, at? was he the Met? The Met. Yeah. That was like a little glimmer of hope because it's like you have James Levine is like a a renowned conductor. He's not like whatever he's a renowned conductor and they really fired him which is like which is crazy but then also i bet you um he's still probably giving people conducting lessons mm-hmm. and i bet that's and that's a thing with classical music is i feel like sometimes y'all don't really care how problematic somebody is like i bet you what was his name his name william prussell right yeah, yeah yep. that's i bet you like i bet you people are still taking their kids to go study with him violin and their parents just in the room with them you know what i'm saying like i feel like that's still happening because what like you're one of the best violinists in the world <laughs> that reminds me of somebody um in the la phil um oh see i remember that's a good yeah a long time ago in in the 90s um this uh, a, a member of the la phil who also taught at usc um was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography Tell me why he was my stand partner twice when I was in see. high school at a side by side. I'm like, of all the first of all, of all the people y'all could have y'all could have sent here, dude, come on. And, right. Um But like, he he was fired from U from USC after that, but he still kept his job in that life field. And I and you know that I don't know how his tenure was back then. I think he's been in there for quite a long time, so he's probably tenured by then. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that's a another example of like I don't know what sort of like i feel like like people that like things that are just coming to light now have a better chance of like a cancellation than yeah. things like wagner wagner been around for too long they ain't canceling him you do you think we'll ever see the cancellation of wagner i don't think so not completely but then again who but nobody's ever completely canceled there's always going to be people yeah that are on the other side of it so but I still don't, uh, it's hard to gauge because I don't know how many people will, like how the statistics on how much he's programmed now. So like, I feel like I would never personally monitor that. Let me but... put that. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. And it's like, you know, it's ironic about the Met. Are y'all gonna put Wagner and Porgy and Bess in the same season? <laughs> uh... Yeah, it seems like people are still, uh, programming him as planned though for the time being i mean especially like it's not pressing it's not like he's alive right now um and benefiting from it right i mean his estate is yeah i mean are they i don't know how does that how does that work i'm sure his estate uh-huh. is benefiting from something well no it's in public domain isn't it yeah that's true so yeah, i don't so. i don't know how that works someone's gonna have to tell tell me how that works 
Okay, so spoke too soon. So <laughs> the Met is doing how do you even say this? Der what a one of one of Wagner's things. Der f- <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all heard it. They're doing der flu flu. <laughs> <laughs> But Gary Gieff is conducting. I love him. Oh, I do love him. Oh, my freaking goodness. Yeah. That would be a heartbreak. If he was problematic, I don't know what I would do. I'll probably, like, bleed from the inside out. I'm already doing mm-hmm. that, but you know what I mean. Um. Oh, my God. I have to play under him one day. That would be a dream. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Wagner will ever get canceled because you see right there, and, and it's on the same season. <laughs> if I Listen, if I worked at the Met, I would have been like, if I worked like up in the mid, I'd have been like, "Are y'all really about to program Wagner and Borg and Best in the same?" I'm like, "That's that don't nothing <laughs> seem wrong with that." Which like that don't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing ringing a bell. There's nothing being like, "Hmm, nothing." And and that's like feel like I feel like that's people thinking like, "Well, it's just the music, and we can't connect anything oh to the thing." And it's like you can't. I just feel like you you can't completely separate anything from politics and race. Like this is literally America. Also, the 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 mere of you progr- like the mere fact that you're programming his stuff to me is our it's just, it's just a problem. Like, it doesn't matter like we have to we have to celebrate the music like okay, so celebrate the music and and whatever. So when you have Wagner's bio in the playbill, you're going to put the, the Nazi stuff too? You're going to mm-hmm. I mean, make sure y'all don't leave that out so we can all be looking stupid you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I feel like as, as someone who loves opera like I, I, I understand like it's and who wants to be in opera like I understand that I'm gonna play Wagner operas you know what I'm saying like I can't there's no getting around that but to me it's just really weird like that there's no way out of this it's like y'all are just gonna continue to program Wagner and there's like nothing we can do about it because he's contributed so much to the repertoire and like what else is there? I mean, like, how many Mozart operas are you gonna play? You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I just feel like if there were some black people up at the top, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. I think like that's a huge oversight. In my in my opinion, at least have the respect to not program someone the same season that hates black people or anyone who's not white. Right. I mean, I just feel like that's. I'm not gonna come for the Met though because I let y'all for real. Um. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> okay let's wrap this up because we've been talking about this forever but okay so it's like it's kind of related but one thing that jackie talked about one thing she said is that everybody's problematic in some way shape or form you're problematic what do you think about that like oh like delaney you're problematic like what if someone said it to you like i think you're problematic like yeah Um, i feel like I feel like maybe she I don't think that's true I feel like maybe everybody has like some sort of problematic opinion on something like nobody Mm -hmm. has the right opinion on everything because there's no such thing as that right you know I feel like it may be something similar to like everybody's cute to somebody you know there might be somebody that literally repulses you but somebody else thinks that they're the finest person on earth like Mm -hmm. there might be uh, an opinion of mine that you think is 
absolutely outlandish mm-hmm. but a bunch of other people agree with like you know i feel like there are some things I, f- I feel like in order for something to be like definitively problematic to me um and i feel like this should really extend to anyone it's like you have an opinion that like denies someone's humanity like who they are something yeah. about them that mm-hmm. is them you know like the color of their skin uh their gender identity their social um not social their sexual orientation like or their socioeconomic mm-hmm. status like something yeah. you hate them and you uh don't believe that they deserve uh basic humanity because of something about them that is not their fault you know yeah. and it's not a character trait like oh mm. like i said um i really dislike wendy williams and i don't feel bad for her because of what's happening with her with her ex-husband or whatever like i'm not saying that she deserves it i'm mm-hmm. saying i don't feel bad for her mm-hmm. um and that's because of how i feel about the way she talks about other people um yeah. and the way that she treats other people that is a character trait of hers that i do not like Mm-hmm. so i think she's problematic that's not like oh she she black so she probably you know yeah like that that's just how i feel about it i mean i would agree with that to say like because i think like jackie Ina, i love her so she says stuff like she just says i th- I noticed that she says stuff like kind of globally because also like she's doing her makeup at the same time so whatever like i think she just says like her opinions globally but to say that someone is problematic, I think everybody has like an ignorant, uh, ignorant viewpoint on something. Yeah, because like, there's everyone's ignorant on on something. Yeah, you can't something, know everything. You, you right, you can't know everything. So someone someone has an ignorant thing they've done or said. Like, but does that make you problematic? I mean, to have an opinion, I feel like to have an opinion. Just okay. If I were to say like, I hate dogs, right? Like, does that make me problematic? Yes. I, no, that doesn't. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> does that make me problematic? No. If I'm, if I'm like, I hate dogs. I'm out there killing them in the street and like <laughs> running over with cars. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I like every dog I see? I I, I walk around with a, a shotgun so I could kill every freaking dog I see. Am I now? Am I now problematic? Yes. I feel like those are two different also- things murderers and also a murderer <laughs> but sick in the head <laughs> like i feel like that that makes that makes me problematic you know like i don't i have an opinion on something and i'm carrying it out it's like if i'm i'm racist and i'm working for gucci and i'm like you know it'd be real dope guys if we made these blackface masks that we could zip up over so we could all look like you know what i'm saying like that's to me is problematic but to say like someone's problematic for a viewpoint but then mm, it's tricky because wagner had viewpoints but he also mm-hmm. like published them and like also i think, had a drawing that excluded mendelssohn and all the other jews so yeah i think it depends on what the viewpoint is and like um what it affects like you have right. say i have a person like you have a personal opinion you don't like dogs like first of all that's not denying anyone like they're like you don't think dogs don't deserve to live and like the, you know right. that's different right but right, um right. you don't like dogs so you don't have a dog and you don't associate in like when your friend you go to your friend's house who has a dog they put their dog outside for the duration that you're there and then you leave and they let the dog back in like that's not problematic right but say you have an opinion that affects is affecting like um the way things operate around you in a way that's like 
you work at this is this is on Orange is the New Black, um, a reason why somebody was in prison. Like you work as a barista and you start poisoning every every person that's not white. Like okay you hold yeah. that you know like you hold that right. belief inside you that is affecting other people and is like you have some sort of you're a cog in a system that is like mm-hmm. you know affecting other people like a racist having a racist view is not it, it's going to manifest itself in some way shape or form that is not something that you could be like oh well, i only hold that in my mind and it doesn't affect anything i do that is something like a racist or a homophobic or a transphobic or a xenophobic belief those are things that like it, it doesn't matter whether or not you think them behind closed doors they will affect the way that you treat people yeah like they just do right and, and, and you know that's why i feel like that's something that should be true for everyone like that's something that um that everyone should think is problematic right and like it's the same thing with like like the quote-unquote president of the united states like the views that he holds are literally affecting the country they're yeah. affecting millions of people like and like even if he didn't like even if he wasn't like destroying the country the way that he he is his his viewpoints like you said are just problematic on their own even if he even if they weren't yes. being manifested in the way that they have been they're they're just problematic because yeah. it's like you literally hate people for things that they cannot change right and like did he go up to a church and shoot it? 10 people no but you're on the tv screen perpetuating these ideas that somebody saw that emboldened them to go to to go over the edge and act on an idea that they had so yes you are you're problematic like you as a person are problematic like there's a difference between having problematic viewpoints and being a problematic person they're both bad but there it is (laughs) there it is yeah and it's like it's not like you're problematic because like like you prefer drums over flats you know what i'm saying like that to me like i feel like team problematic. what i said team drums really yeah i know (laughs) i look a lot of people majority of people like flats i like drums i used to love flats i used to ask for all flats but low key's extra um wow oh anyway that's the point (laughs) we were we were we were just being really eloquent now i'm canceled cancel Delaney hashtag cancel Delaney (laughs) (laughs) or something I don't even freaking eat anymore girl (laughs) um but yeah we're gonna put some of this on on Instagram I said that last week and didn't do it but um (laughs) what did we talk about last week oh girl I I literally edited the episode oh okay (laughs) no but I feel like I was gonna it was two weeks ago I was gonna put something on IG but I, I I couldn't figure out how to do it in a way that I cared about so I just left it alone but um this I'm I'm curious. I want to know. Um. So yeah, let us know your opinion. Like uh, some of y'all like it's mainly our friends who like text us or like y'all. No, not even some of y'all will DM us. Like do that. Interact. Yeah. It's like or email we like us. that stuff. Okay. Email us. Like we want to hear like problematic. Like I, I would love to see a world Wagner's canceled. I I think we'll be okay without the ring cycle. You know, I think we'll be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like making a choice to not program something because like he sucks like mm-hmm. i think that's not whatever um okay let us know what you think and we're moving on all right black excellence black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top this week i'm talking about monica ellis <laughs> listen 
I can't get over how sickening she is. I just, it just don't make no sense. Okay, Monica Ellis. Uh, I would say she is a bassoonist, but she's the bassoonist. So let's just go over there. Right. So, so Monica Ellis is the bassoonist. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, she did her BA at Oberlin, master's degree at Juilliard. Um, she performed she's performed with the chamber music society of lincoln center the absolute music ensemble perspectives music ensemble lincoln center jazz orchestra american symphony orchestra and the alvin ailey uh dance center there's dance theater there's more but you know y'all have to be modest um she started the conservatories of music at purchase college brooklyn college Manus music preparatory division and juilliard's music advancement program um Mm, she's most celebrated i believe for being one of the founding members of amani wins so amani wins if you don't know girl amani right, wins where have you been for like, like 26 years like oh how do you not know okay anyway everyone's ignorant we don't know okay so amani wins uh is a win court oh quartet okay katie a win <laughs> a win quintet um primarily uh, made up of black and latinx players um they're celebrating 20 years this year and they're most known for expanding the wind quartet quintet okay i'm so used to string quartets monica i'm sorry <laughs> uh they're so they're expanding the wind quintet repertoire um because they include new and diverse voices so like they'll do african-american composers like they've collaborated with jesse montgomery uh, winston morales like they've like they collaborate with african-american closes because like y'all girls don't like to program us so they're like cool we'll do it um and they've performed around the world uh around the country everywhere um and their album the classical underground in 2005 was nominated for a grammy in 2006 so monica is literally that girl like literally she's so sickening she's so beautiful um i i said it before on the show like I had to try not to be ghetto. Like when I heard the the bassoon, like when I heard it was like an it was like an experience. Okay, like I had to try not to be ghetto because I know like it annoys y'all to turn around when when y'all be playing. But like I I've never heard bassoon playing like that. I mean Garrett too because I like <laughs> I get excited every time the opening trilogy comes. But that's right, I'll be like, how do you sound like this? Um, <laughs> but anyway. Like Monica, like I just love her sound, love her personality. Like she's so welcoming. She was here at Eastman, like we said, we met her and talked to her. She also she, didn't they do some type of program at at Manus, like a, a chamber program? Didn't she just? Is that her, the yeah, first? they yeah, have she the started Wins, uh, chamber chamber music festival, and they're really into that. Like not only are they playing the Amani Wins, like a playing um, black music and. Um, latinx music not only are they doing that they also do a lot with the community like they really care about that kind of stuff so like they go and they play in schools and around the community um so they're just dope she's dope amani wins check them out i'm linking the website you can take a look um at all the stuff that she's been doing and yeah shout out to her black excellence we got a piece of the week yeah so mixing it up this week not doing like a regular piece um but i'm okay I'm sure you guys have seen um, those classical music mashup videos where that guy, he, like, does a bunch of different composers. He, like, puts their compositions together, and it has, like, the little sheet and has a composer's face. And Have you seen those? Oh, and, like, the head be bouncing up and down? Yeah. 
yeah yeah so he's done a couple of those and i was scrolling through um youtube and he just came out with another one like this week um so what i think those it? are super super it's just like another one like he's it's done the, two some, oh it's a mashup right yeah like and he'll like i think it's i think it's really really cool like I'm gonna take a that's look. super super cool um but yeah he came up with the third one using different pieces different composers um and playing it on piano and yeah so i thought it was really oh, I cool i could never do something like that so <laughs> i mean i'm gonna but, take a look yeah it's super dope what, what, what that is i don't even talk about yeah this is his third one and i think mm-hmm. the sheet the sheet music is coming soon because i was like yeah i could see somebody wanting to play that like, yeah 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 like that's, and that's super like cool. that's smart that's how you capitalize on that yeah and it's like i'm like that sounds hard to it just like hard. to take a bunch of d- separate composers from different eras and different yeah. compositions and make them flow together like that and mm-hmm. and not even flow together they're not even flowing together back to back some of them are overlapping oh shoot yeah, yeah like and it's and it's cool like i like the f- i think the first one is still my favorite but i also think that's just because that's the one i recognize the most tunes from so it's like mm-hmm. it's really interesting to see like how they merge like some beethoven symphony with like a with um freaking the nutcracker and like it's you know oh, like cool. it's yeah, yeah. it's super super cool so the first one's my favorite but he just came out with a new one so i'm gonna link um the new one and i'm sure it'll take you to his page where you can see the other two if you haven't seen them before you know the name offhand nope the name okay, of the video well, the name of the guy no i don't know his name oh i should probably well, should have also like it takes nothing to subscribe to people's channels so like mm-hmm. subscribe and i mean if you don't want to watch their stuff then don't um but yeah subscribe right. support yeah oh his name is grant woolard yeah look at take a look at his youtube channel and sub- subscribe i know like with youtube like if you subscribe to certain things you'll start seeing related things which may or may not be annoying to you but like support people also subscribe to our youtube channel and our like three followers <laughs> <laughs> um also i just remembered I just remembered. We have to mention that thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, we forgot all this time. I don't even know how to find uh, out to scroll through my notification. Okay, well I know it's um called Twenty One CM, um Pop Picks. Um, our friend Garrett, um, create like he picked out some of uh some things like that he really i don't know like it's supposed to be like uh things or people that like you're into at the moment that are like doing cool yeah. things um and so he picked a couple of really cool things like gateways the Harmonic orchestra he also mm-hmm. shouted us out which i was like <laughs> right um and there's like you can pick um people and like the most the people that get the most picks like go on to like some other round and you know but um yeah so you can go online i don't know if it's if the period is over i don't or not. think so like where you no, can I'm, pick us yeah i don't think so i think we're still good i think we have a little bit of time y'all help us out like we're kind of behind what place are we in okay we're like in third place on here out of like oh really yeah but here's the thing no we're in fifth <laughs> place oh we're further than that oh no <laughs> anyway doesn't matter but I feel like if y'all just, well, I'm gonna put it. I'm I'm gonna put in the the link in the bio, in the bio. You hear me? I'm gonna put the link in the description. We should also like, put it in our bio on Instagram, though. Yeah, we should because that that other one is old. But we'll put the link in the bio and 
in the description please 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 pick us like please please like please please like i feel like uh, if enough of you guys do it we might could do something so do it please we love you and and y'all love us because we be talking about nothing for 40 for 45 weeks and y'all still here so you might as well pick us for something um so yes and we'll mention it and we'll keep mentioning it until y'all do it so it's called 21cm.org and we will um we will link it so please support us if you care about us and love us mm-hmm. i just want to <laughs> so much for me trying not to do netflix and i'm well, i just got a notification that season six through nine of naruto just got on netflix so i'll see you later wow this is gonna be a long time you know how long these seasons are like they're like 30 episodes long like <laughs> Well, so then Lenny can go do her self-care routine. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, black excellence suggestion, we love getting those, by the way. Um, and the moment thing, intermission suggestion, email them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.